Hey everybody, this is Jake Walker and you're listening to Living for the Day, a podcast that exists to encourage and equip people to live in light of the day of Jesus' return. Proverbs 30 verse 5 says, Every word of God is flawless. He is a shield to those who take refuge in Him. Come on. I'm really excited for today's episode. We're talking about pursuing wisdom and what that has to do with living for the day when we see Jesus face to face, when we, when Jesus returns. Come on. I love this topic and I'm excited that you joined me. Here we go. All right, everybody, thanks so much again for being with me today. We're talking about pursuing wisdom. And as I was praying and thinking about this episode, one of the things I felt like the Lord wanted me to say was that He loves to give. He loves to give. He's generous and He loves to give wisdom. Proverbs 2, verse 6, For the Lord gives wisdom. From his mouth come knowledge and understanding. And so I just want to encourage you today. Do you need wisdom? <laughs> James says, you know, if, if any of you lacks wisdom, uh, you should ask God who gives generously to all without finding fault. Come on. And so I just want to encourage you that God loves to give. He's so generous and he loves to give wisdom. That's exciting. It's exciting to me. And, uh, you know, I was thinking about wisdom for a minute and I'm thankful somehow God in his grace decided to, from a young age, give me an interest in wisdom. (laughs) I think when I first got Facebook, (laughs) I think it was like in 2007 or something like that. And, you know, you could, you could like, you know, put your interests in your bio or something like that. And I remember putting wisdom in my Facebook bio on interests, which is kind of funny to me. And, you know, I wouldn't necessarily, you know, have looked back and seen myself as, you know, a particularly studious person. But I think God has put in me this desire to choose the wise path not perfectly, but a, a desire in me. You know, I think of Deuteronomy 30, verse 19. I don't know it perfectly by memory. I'm going to memorize it, but it says something to the effect of, you know, Moses talking to the Israelites and saying, hey, I'm calling heaven and earth to be my witnesses of the choice I'm laying before you, life and death, blessing and curses. And the New Living Translation says, Oh, that you would choose life, that it would go well for you and your descendants. Oh, that you would choose life. And I've, I've just really always believed that. Like, I, I just believe God's put a choice before me. Uh, I can choose to follow him and obey him and choose the path of life. Or I could choose the path of death. And um, yeah, they're just those consequences for our actions. It's just kind of been deep in me. And so I love thinking about wisdom. I, I love trying to be a, a lifelong learner. I almost, you know, just kind of titled this episode being a lifelong learner. 
Um, I love learning. I love taking advantage of opportunities to learn. Even this past week, um, I think it was this past week, maybe it was the week before, I, I had the opportunity to meet with like four or five dear friends slash mentors or mentors. And it was just such a rich week spiritually for me because I just, ooh, I got to just learn so much good stuff about the Lord and about life and about faith. And one of my mentors, uh, Johnny Bennett, uh, just had an amazing conversation with him that just kind of reopened uh, this whole dimension of my my faith, you know, of just really being intentional about listening for the Lord in prayer in real time, obviously grounded in the scriptures and just was so encouraged by that. So wisdom's on my heart, but what, what, what is wisdom? Well, I looked up, you know, just a regular definition on the internet, which is pretty good, pretty good. It's soundness of action or decision with regard to the application of experience, knowledge, and good judgment. (laughs) That's kind of a mouthful. It's a good definition. Uh, I don't think it really does justice, though. It says, soundness of action or decision with regard to the application of experience, knowledge, or good judgment. So that's kind of a secular definition, solid definition of wisdom, but it doesn't get at the true heart of what I believe true wisdom is. Let's go for a for a biblical perspective, uh, I took some time to study the book of Proverbs this morning. And one way from a book of Proverbs perspective and the word to talk about wisdom is the skill in the art of godly living with respect to God and people. Okay, that's, that's a better definition skill in the art of godly living with respect to God and people. Did you know that the word for wisdom in the Hebrew has a nuance of um, skill? And I love that because that means we can develop. You know, skills are something that we can develop and get better at. And so there's this sense of we can grow in wisdom. We can get more skilled in the art of living godly with respect to God and people. I think the way I would like to put it, what I think, what stands out to me and just, you know, an idea I want to put in your mind is how I think wisdom, when it comes down to it, is rightly applying the fear of the Lord in a given situation rightly applying the fear of the Lord in a given situation because we know from scripture, we know from Proverbs, right? I believe it's one um, verse seven. It says the fear of the Lord is the beginning of knowledge. Um, the fear of the Lord, that's where it all starts. That's where wisdom comes from is recognizing that I am creation, not creator, <laughs> I feel like this is where, um, you know, so many things get thrown off in our world when we put human beings at the center as opposed to having God at the center. Man, things make sense. Um, in a biblical worldview, makes sense when God's at the center of our worldview. That's, that's where wisdom starts is recognizing, oh, I'm creation. God is creator. And 
guess what? This creator God, he has, he has the wisdom, he has the power, he has the authority, and he has the right to judge me. He has the right to hold me accountable for my life. Therefore, I'm going to live in light of his authority and his accountability. <laughs> and and we, we're not even opening the dimension of this judge loves me and, and gave himself for me that I could be acquitted and justified and made righteous. <laughs> so come on. But I just, I just feel like that's something to be, there's something to be said here that the fear of the Lord, I think sometimes we can kind of try to dilute it and make it more palatable by saying it's just reverence and awe and come on, that's so true. May we have great reverence and awe. That's a huge part of what the fear of the Lord is. But I think there's a, there's a greater, deeper part that's an actual fear, like an actual, like gosh, things are not going to go well for me if I treat my creator with scorn. (laughs) So I think there's even a sense, like the fear of the Lord, there can be a part of it that's that negative emotion, that negative feeling that anticipates true consequence if we trifle with and and scorn the the creator God. And I think that's a good thing. (laughs) I think it's a good thing. I think the fear of the Lord is a gift and it's the foundation of wisdom, the foundation of knowledge. And guess what? God wants to increase our fear of the Lord, our our love for him, our devotion to him, and our pursuing of wisdom. So the main point for today, living for the day, you know, you can probably see the connection already, but wisdom is the skill in the art of godly living with respect to God and people. Godly living matters for the day of Jesus' return. Because we'll be held accountable by who? By God for our lives. So, like, we will one day stand before God and be judged and be held accountable for our lives and our actions, right? The choices between life and death, they're going to matter on that day. And so, therefore, living in the fear of the Lord and living wisely, ah, it matters. And, you know, I think I talk about this all the time, but it doesn't just matter for your life. But as you live a godly life as you live wisely, oh, how how thrilling it is that we can bless those around us. It's not just, you know, your life and your moment before the judgment seat of God, but as you live wisely and in the fear of the Lord, you're going to influence other people to be more ready for the day. <laughs> is that not amazing and exciting like literally you can help people be better off and more prepared and more covered by the blood of jesus and more sanctified and ready for the day when they meet jesus by the way that you take responsibility and live a godly life come on that's exciting wow i'm thinking of you know we talk about this verse a lot but second corinthians 5 9 through 10 i believe you know, and it says, so we make it our goal to please him, whether we are at home in the body or away from it, for we must all appear before the judgment seat of Christ so that each of us may receive what is due us for the things done while in the body, whether good or bad. 
And then it goes on, and I don't have this part memorized, but it says, therefore, since we know what it is to fear God, we try to persuade others. <laughs> I think there's this sense of like, hey, we there's this judgment coming, and the only way to be ready for it, you know, is through the atoning sacrifice of Jesus, but also our actions matter. And, and so let's help other people be ready for this day. And, you know, that's a big part of this heart of this podcast. And so, um, how does wisdom pursuing wisdom matter for the day? Oh, in so many ways, you personally, you know, will stand before the Lord and give an account for your life, but also those you love and your enemies and all will stand before the Lord and living in a, in a godly way. And that's, it, it, it helps other people be ready as well. And, and that's just thrilling to me. It's astonishing to me. And just the power of one godly life, one life fully surrendered to the Lord. You know, I just think of people in my life, like my mom and my dad and my pastor Tom and my uncle Dale and, you know, ah, just these people in my life and, and people that I don't even know personally, but I see from afar who are just living godly, wise lives. And I just thank God for them. And I just think, oh my gosh, how how much are they influencing people to know Christ and to be ready for the day? What an inspiration. What a, what a privilege that we could be used to help other people be ready for the day of Jesus' return. What Wow. Thank you, God. You truly are the generous God, the one who loves to give. So, this isn't going to be a long episode, but basically I just want to encourage you from here. We've talked a little bit about what wisdom is and why it matters for the day. Now I just want to encourage you. This episode's called Pursuing Wisdom. We talked about how there's this nuance of skill in the Hebrew word for wisdom. I want to encourage you to develop the art, the skill, develop skill in the art of godly living. Develop wisdom. Pursue it. Two passages I want to say um, by memory. First is Proverbs 2, 1 through 5. My son, if you accept my words and store up my commands within you, turning your ear to wisdom and applying your heart to understanding, indeed, if you call out for insight and cry aloud for understanding, if you search for it as for silver and look for it as for hidden treasure, then you'll understand the fear of the Lord and find the knowledge of God. For the Lord gives wisdom from his mouth come knowledge and understanding. Did you hear that, friends? If you look for it, as you, if you search for it as for hidden treasure, if you cry aloud for it, friends, Let's do that. Like, let's pursue wisdom. As I was studying Proverbs this morning, there was this great quote from my study Bible. Um, and I'm trying to find it right now. But um, if I can find this one note. Um, dun, 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 dun. Yes, a proper relation to God involves first trying hard to understand his truth and then embracing and obeying what one understands. I'm going to say that again. A proper relation to God involves first trying hard to understand his truth and then embracing and obeying what one understands. So part of this is like we got to try hard to understand what God's truth is. We got to search for wisdom. We got to seek it out. We got to find it. Where do we go? Of course, we go to the scriptures and to God fearing, God honoring, you know, 
<laughs> orthodox, you know, confessional, historic, faithful teaching teachers <laughs> who love God's word, know and declare that it's inspired and authoritative, and who trust it and teach others to do the same. And, and we seek to understand and then we apply and we obey with all of our hearts. And then Proverbs 4, 20 through 27, as I'm getting ready to have a son, you know, I'm just, I just want to be praying this and, and declaring this over his life. But it says, my son, um, oops, what does it say? <laughs> my son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Don't let them out of your sight. Keep them within your heart for they are life to those who find them and health to one's whole body. Um, above all else, guard your heart for everything you do flows from it. Keep your mouth free of perversity. Keep corrupt talk far from your lips. Let your eyes look straight ahead. Fix your gaze directly before you give careful thought to the paths for your feet and be steadfast in all your ways. Do not turn to the right or the left. Keep your foot from evil. Isn't that good? Oh, I just love that passage. My son, my son, pay attention to what I say. Turn your ear to my words. Keep them within your heart. Don't let them out of your sight, right? It's just like, come on, like, hold tight, right? I'm thinking of Psalm 1 now. You know, blessed is the one who walks not in the counsel of the ungodly, nor stands in the path of sinners, nor sits in the seat of the scornful, but whose delight is in the law of the Lord, and on his law he meditates day and night. They'll be like a tree planted by rivers of water that produces its fruit in a season, whose leaf also does not wither. Whatever they do prospers, right? Not so the ungodly. And it goes on, right? There, we, there it is, the path between life and death, righteousness, and wickedness. I love this quote from my study Bible. The wise always keep in mind the consequences of their actions, either life or death. There is no third way. Whoo! Wow. So, simply put, how you doing on pursuing wisdom? How you doing on being a lifelong learner? And remember what true wisdom is. It's not just like general applying knowledge well and you know that's a form of wisdom but godly wisdom is ultimately how do we apply the fear of the lord well in this given situation how do we how do we live well um in the art of godly living (laughs) right it's it's so good it's true wisdom is in relation to our one the one true triune god that's that's what i'm trying to say true wisdom you know, is applying knowledge and experience and sound judgment, all of that, in light of one day I'm going to stand before my maker. Um, that's wisdom. How do we grow in that? Um, we're, you you're, you got to humble yourself. <laughs> that's it, guys. We got to humble ourselves. That's the key, right? It's like, oh, yeah, I'm created. I'm creation, not creator. I'm going to humble myself before my creator. What's that first Peter five, five through nine passage, you know, and it's like, um, in the same way you who are younger, submit yourselves to your elders. All of you clothe yourselves in humility toward one another because God opposes the proud, but shows favor to the humble. Humble yourselves, therefore, under God's mighty hand that he may lift you up in due time. Cast all your anxiety on him because he cares for you. Do you want wisdom? Then beg God to, to humble you, (laughs) to make you humble and beg Beg God, cry out for humility, and then listen to his words. And don't just listen to his words and so deceive yourselves, James says, but do what it says. I love James. I'm trying to memorize it right now, but it says, 
Anyone who listens to the word but does not do what it says is like someone who looks at his face in a mirror and after looking at himself goes away and immediately forgets what he looks like. But whoever can, whoever looks into the law, looks intently into the law, perfect law that gives freedom and continues in it, not forgetting what they have heard but doing it, they'll be blessed in what they do. Whoo! So let's not just merely, you know, build up head knowledge, which can puff up, but let's let's um, pursue knowledge for the sake of truly loving God and loving neighbor. Love builds up. God loves to give. He loves to bless you with wisdom. So I'm gonna I'm gonna pray a blessing over you, and then we'll be done for today. So Jesus, thank you for this day. Thank you for um, hearing that we can hear your word and apply it to our lives. God, I just thank you for the person who's listening to this podcast. Wherever they are, if they feel so encouraged right now, if they feel so discouraged right now, if they feel just kind of meh, wherever they are, meet them where they are right now. You are Emmanuel, God with us. Lord, in the name of Jesus, touch their heart right now. Touch their mind right now. Would you inspire them? Would you give them hope for the future? podcast listener, I bless you in the name of Jesus with hope from the God of hope as you trust in him. I bless you with um, asking for wisdom, crying out for wisdom, and living a godly life in the wisdom of God. I bless you with comfort from the Holy Spirit. I bless you with um, salvation as you turn from your sin and, and, and repent and believe in Jesus. I bless you with uh, great influencing others um, toward being so ready for the day of Jesus' return. I bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. Well, thanks so much, everybody. Um, So thankful for you. The nugget for today is just a simple question. Who is a character in the Bible who you're excited to ask for their wisdom on something. So maybe it's the Apostle Paul or Mary, the mother of Jesus, or somebody who you're going to ask and just want to learn from, learn about their experience being, um, yeah, a follower of Jesus or um, someone who knows God. What what do you want to learn from them? That's the simple nugget for today. I think I'm excited to talk to the Apostle Paul about all kinds of stuff. And ask him, what do you mean by that? And wow, you were amazing. And all those kind of things. Um, So good. Thanks so much for listening to this episode of Living for the Day. Would you do me a favor and leave a review of this podcast as a way to help more people listen to it. And Lord willing, be encouraged and equipped to live for the day. Thankful for you. See you next time.